You are listening to the Out and Off Beat podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-delectable Louis Fox. That's right. I'm like a fancy dessert. <laughs> you are. <laughs> You're going to lick your fingers after me. Yes, I don't know about that, but <laughs> I kind of regret bringing using that word now. <laughs> well, welcome to the podcast, You're not going to go to sleep. <laughs> no, definitely not. How is it? How's it been going, man? Been doing well. Um, so... I recently recovered from something semi-traumatic. You were my daughter. Coronavirus? I wish. It was the Matt Baker's My Daughter's Emergency Contact Weekend. I was very excited. <laughs> I was very excited to be selected as your emergency contact. Yeah, it was funny because you're like, oh, what kind of snacks does she like? And I'm like, you're the person she calls when there's a dead body she needs to be. Yeah, it was a little bit anticlimactic, honestly, because... <laughs> Here I was, you I was bestowed with great responsibility in my mind, but in reality, it was nothing. Yeah. I didn't even get a text because you went, you went away for the weekend with your wife and it was the first time you left your daughter home ever. Yeah. And she's seven years old. Seven <laughs> to spend for herself. And she's 15 years old, which for me, if my parents left me, my parents did leave me at home uh -huh. when I was 14. And you got pregnant? And I did. I got pregnant and alcohol poisoning all at the same time. <laughs> yeah. They canceled each other out. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get to do anything. She didn't even text me to say hi. She didn't check in. <laughs> it like... was kind of lame. At one point, because I was telling everybody that uh -huh. I was her... <laughs> Guardian for the weekend. At the bar, you're all slumped. Yeah, was. I was hammered, and someone's like, "What is? She, is she all right?" It's like two in the morning. Like I don't know. I'm like, I think she's okay. I guess if I haven't heard anything from her, no news okay. is good news or really bad news. Yeah. And did she survive? I don't know. She's still alive. Um, she spent the weekend working on our secret art project. Yeah. Am I her, her forever? Emergency contact? Yeah. Was it, I just, was this a temporary You're in the title? School, school log now. Am I really? No. I did go down to the school and demand to take her out of class, but I went to the wrong school. <laughs> you went to her old school. They're like, this isn't a kindergarten, sir. <laughs> I don't know how old she is. She's about this yay big. Somewhere between a fetus and an adult. I'm guessing she's in the dr legal drinking age range. <laughs> in some country. <laughs> She's the she's legal drinking age in Uruguay. Well, I was honored that you asked me, and I'm very excited that our relationship has stepped up. That you're allowing me to actually watch your dog. Yeah, here pretty soon. Yeah, I'm having second thoughts already. Why? <laughs> you're like, yeah, we'll be home that weekend. And you're like, well, I'm gonna be at a Rage Against the Machine concert in Portland. Should I take your dog? It's dog that? accessible. It's, it's Portland. Yeah. <laughs> you can you can bring some foot bags, yeah. bring some weed, bring your dog. Yeah, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. It's a dog. <laughs> Who watches a dog at a Rage Against the Machine? I concert? do. I do. You should, I would have. I would have felt more comfortable you taking my daughter to the Rage Against the Machine concert. No, man. No. See this? You're raising them all wrong. Mm. Yeah. I'll teach your daughter how to poop in the yard. <laughs> teach the and dog. Teach how the to dog about. <laughs> 
Well, I appreciate it, man. That was very nice, and I'm glad she survived. So, obviously, I was a successful guardian for a weekend. Yeah, you didn't go and light my house on fire. I'm adding that to my LinkedIn page. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. We're learning about LinkedIn right now. Yeah. <laughs> your, your house guest. We're about 18 years late to the game. <laughs> your house guest, Scotty McQueen, who's been on the podcast, was like, how come you haven't connected on LinkedIn with me? I'm like, because I don't have LinkedIn. Because I'm not Amish? Yeah. Well, and then I'm like, what's it for? And you're like, getting jobs? I'm like, our kind of jobs or other people kind of jobs? Yeah, normal people <laughs> yeah. jobs. Yeah, not for me. Yeah. Do no. they have linked out? I'd be. <laughs> you, you would sign up for linked out? Yeah. <laughs> people can unhire you for jobs. Yeah. Unlinked out. I'd, I'd, or unlinked in. <laughs> yeah, so look for Louie on the LinkedIn page. <laughs> Connect with him on LinkedIn because he. Oh. You, you know, do you not make an account? I haven't made one yet. Oh, okay. He will. I, In the I, time that you hear this. I had to ask your Amazon Alexa what LinkedIn was. <laughs> <laughs> it was like. It, even Alexa was like, that's worth it. Worth it. Don't, don't the, waste your time. It said, how old are you? <laughs> so that's what's going on. All right. Well, sign up for it and like Louie on or connect with him if you have a job. Yes. All right. Let's get to the stories. Let's do it. to some weird stuff. This story comes from cbsnews.com. That's a news source more reliable than an original movie from Hulu. So you're saying that Hulu, they make original movies? No, they don't. Yeah. Yeah, horrible ones. I watch a documentary about the creator of Hulu. On Netflix. (laughs) 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 It was riveting. It was called Who Don't. So the story goes, a little girl loves Target so much, she celebrated her eighth birthday there. And this is a sweet story, man. This is probably the sweetest story we've ever done. It's not Uh, super weird, but it's heartwarming. Yeah. So Brady Lawrence may just be the biggest Target fan in the world. The eight-year-old loves the retail chain so much, she celebrated her birthday there Last week. Now, what do you do if you want to get her something? Tar- you can't buy, like, Target swag. Sure like, you can. Here's an old plastic bag. Here's a spoiler alert. You can't get any Target merch at Target. Here's some red polo shirts. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a bullseye tattoo on your face. Oh, the old t- Target face. <laughs> She's obsessed with Target. Ricky Jackson, Lawrence's aunt, told CBS News, My sister, her mom, Jessica Smith, goes to Target for everything, so her love for it stemmed from that. I went to Target for these pants, my lunch, and I had my OBGYN visits in the parking lot in a van. (laughs) We always go all out for birthdays in my family, and when she said she wanted a Target birthday, we were like, Okay, we have no choice but to make it happen. For their ninth birthday, they're going to go to Walmart. Yep. For the tenth dollar store. <laughs> yep. Eleventh birthday, kicked out of the house. <laughs> After the family certainly went all out, Lawrence's family gave the birthday girl and ten of her closest friends uniforms to wear and walkie-talkies to play with while in the store near Atlanta. Jackson said in a now viral Twitter thread, "I like that how they gave them uniforms. Except Target doesn't really have a uniform. It's a red shirt. Yeah, it's true. And khakis, yeah. right?" 
and if you look at the picture, they're not even all wearing the same style shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like you bought a 10-pack of Hanes red shirts. Well, they gave a loose criteria for they're, the attire for the birthday. They're keeping it attendees. Uh, they're, they're keeping it authentic. Yeah. I would love like in school they're like, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" A cashier at Target. <laughs> you want to be keep your expectations low. That's good. Not even management? No. <laughs> no. No, that guy looks like no fun. <laughs> How'd you know she liked Target? Well, she dressed up as a bull terrier <laughs> <laughs> with 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 a shiner. <laughs> I would love it, like, if they're running around the store and people are asking them, where's the electronic sections at? Yeah. <laughs> where's the beer? <laughs> well, I'm eight. <laughs> the kids drank ices and snacked on Target-themed cake as well as cookies decorated with bullseyes, the retailer's logo. Look at you. Like, the retailers. The retailers. The retailers. <laughs> the retailers. The retailers. The retailers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I barely graduated high school. Don't judge me. You graduated high school? <laughs> barely. I did. I got a diploma. The attendees... <laughs> it, says, it says Mark Lowe's on it. <laughs> says my brother's name. I stole it from his room. But I do have one. The attendees then went on a scavenger hunt to find items in the store, but had to put everything back after... Since that's what employees do. Apparently they can't afford... They're getting them used to working there. You can't afford the stuff in the store. I like that they, they, they help customers, got the Target shut down by child labor laws. <laughs> the kids got fired after they tried to unionize. <laughs> the family even gave the pint-sized employees gift cards to spend on an item of their choice. Pints of beer. Come yeah. on. Yeah. And then there's a picture of the birthday girl ringing up her friends. What did you get for your birthday? A job. Yeah, but like, you know, maybe one of her friends is like buying champagne and she's like, no, no I'm just very good. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. I'm going to push. We're cool. We're cool. Dates. She said she had the time of her life, said Jackson. She hasn't stopped talking about it since. All she kept saying to my sister, Jessica, yesterday was, Mama, you did that. Yeah, you got me a job. Oh, yeah. Mom, I got something you don't. A job. <laughs> While Target doesn't normally host children's parties, Jackson said in a tweet that the store's manager gave the family special permission for the bash. The manager's kindness clearly made an impression on Lawrence. I like how they're like, we made an exception to this weird thing to have kids working here. Well, I love... I think no one's ever asked for a birthday party there. <laughs> like, we have a policy, no birthday parties. Yeah. But you, since you're the first to ask. Yeah. Well, of course. She had so much fun with the manager, Albert, that she does want to go back to help him check out more customers. Jackson said, of course she does. She wants to be like, ooh, checking you. Looking good today, Miss Johnson. <laughs> uh, I think this is pretty cool and pretty cool for Target to do and pretty cool for parents to make make it happen. Yeah, I do too. As and, much as we, we poke at the fun at how lame this is, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. I want to have my birthday at Target. Did you ever as a kid have a themed birthday? No, I can't really remember. Nothing cool. I was the youngest kid, so my oh, parents were just They were checked out by They were point. done with the birthday parties at that point. Yeah. We did one for Ella. We did a couple, but she doesn't even remember them. No, uh, she remembers like pictures, but not... Like, we did a Wizard of Oz one. We made, like, a Yellow Brick Road. And... See, that's the key with kids' birthday parties. You just, like, decorate a room, <laughs> take a bunch of pictures, <laughs> and then you tell them later how awesome of a parent you were, <laughs> but you just go to the bar and drink. My finger's in half the fi the picture, like, covering it. Like, oh, no, sorry, my finger was in the <laughs> yeah, lens. Yeah, oh, totally, yeah. But there was a robot there. <laughs> we, had, we actually had Dorothy's shoes on a pedestal right there. Yeah, but this, she'll remember this one because it's national news, man. Yeah, well, she has to go back to that Target and work every day. Yeah, week. right? She 
I used to work here when I was younger. <laughs> I got laid off. <laughs> I was eight. <laughs> but like, when she's 16, is she going to put that on her resume? Oh, yeah, absolutely yeah. she should, yeah. Worked at Target for one day? Yeah. And then they're like, how do you explain this eight-year gap in your resume? That <laughs> <laughs> sounds like my employment history. <laughs> The thing that strikes me the most is that she has 10 friends. <laughs> I don't even have that on Facebook. It's true. It's true. <laughs> I'm jealous of her life. This, I mean, this kid's kicking it. I mean, I, it looked like a bunch of fun. I would have a blast. If, if you called me one day like, hey, Louie, it's my birthday. Like, cool. Where are we going? Target? Target. I'm in. Yeah. I'd have a blast. And there, there's a funny picture of all the little girls cheersing Icy's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I didn't know Icy still existed. Apparently, Target is keeping him alive. They exist only in Target. <laughs> they exist only for the birthday parties at Target. They had to go dust off the machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess all the birthday supplies are already there, right? Yeah. You just show up an hour early, <laughs> buy a bunch of birthday balloons. <laughs> I like it. And now... It's time for Strange Stories from the Time Capsule with Dr. Henry. Ever wondered what the D in D-Day stands for? It stands for day. Yes, it's day-day. It's a military term for when an attack is to be launched. Weird News Story Part 2. This story comes from CBSNews.com. That's a news source more reliable than a cat burglar with Tourette's. You're saying a cat burglar can't have Tourette's because it's going to be loud? Yeah, they're going to make a ruckus. you got to be quiet. What happens be... if there's nobody around? Then you're not a cat burglar. You're just a regular burglar. Oh, you're a loud burglar. Yeah. You're a dog burglar. <laughs> yes. Okay, I didn't know cat implied quiet. It does. Do cat... What happens when a cat burglar finds catnip? <laughs> what, what happens if the cat burglar has a hairball? <laughs> <laughs> no? Is that not loud? I think you left some DNA here. <laughs> so this story goes, Alaskan newspaper for sale for free. Closing in on new owner. I know. I like how it, how much work it takes for someone to buy a business for free. Yeah, right? Is it really buying something if it's zero dollars? I don't know. No, it's not. You can't write that off on your taxes, right? <laughs> In Alaska, $0 can buy you a gulp of fresh mountain air, or it could buy a small bi-weekly newspaper. So I did a little bit of research. I've been to Skagway. You've been to Skagway. Many times. For $0 in Skagway, you can have a reenactment hooker yell at you, mm -hmm. or you can get mauled by a bear. Pretty great. Yeah, either way. Either way, pretty great. <laughs> yep. You could have a reenactment hooker yell at you while you're getting mauled by a bear. Greatest day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> they, they call that the uh, surf and turf <laughs> excursion on the ship. So in case you don't know what bi-weekly means, according to Wikipedia... It, it means, means you are correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it means no one really knows. It's either twice a week or every other week. Yeah. Same with bi-monthly. Yep. So it's however you interpret it, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. The Skagway News, serving the gateway to the Klondike, off and on since 1897. <laughs> it's like, I, I've been getting straight A's off and on my whole high school <laughs> yeah, career. pretty much. <laughs> I haven't been arrested off and on for my whole life. <laughs> I haven't been a serial murderer off and on. <laughs> 
It, this Skagway News is for sale by publisher Larry personally. He announced the newspaper sale price of $0 in November. And since then, about 150 potential buyers have inquired. Since we learned about this article, 151 potential buyers <laughs> have inquired. Exactly. <laughs> so here's a little backstory found in another article researching this. Larry personally bought the newspaper, I think, for $0 in February, March of last year. Yeah. So that means he had it for like six months. So he couldn't take the summer in Skagway, which is the <laughs> best time of year there. There's too much going on. It's funny because, you know, in Skagway, and they say this in the article, but it's a huge cruise ship terminal. And the, the town itself has about 1,500 people in the summer, but in the winter, it drops down to about 700 people. So the town has uh, 1,150 yeah, but I think that is the average. Oh. I think that 1,100 is the average. Uh, okay, that makes so sense. So I, I think in the winters, it's less. In the summers, it's more. Okay. Personally said Monday he has narrowed the list to six and will likely pick a new owner before year's end. He's going to do that by rolling a die? Yes. <laughs> or cage fight? <laughs> <laughs> he cited inquiries from as close as Alaska, Washington, Oregon, and as far away as Israel and Ukraine. Which is just proof of election tampering. Yeah, right. Ukraine, they get it because they want to throw the Skagway elections. <laughs> Skagway. They're like, the John world. is not worthy. <laughs> most of them were Vote Carl. Yeah, most of them were practicing journalists, he said, but some are former journalists who left the profession for economic reasons and would like to get back. Yo, I'm trying to get back in the game through an antiquated medium in a city that's only open three months a year. <laughs> Yeah, that's a weird thing to say. Like, they left the profession for economic reasons. Like, they weren't making enough money. Is that what they're yeah, saying? Yeah. I mean, that's what, like, that's, if I ever had a real job and got fired, be like, I left for economic reasons. This is the quality of journalism that the Skagway News <laughs> will provide you. They left for economic reasons. It's fake-ass news. Skagway population 1150 is one of Alaska's quirkier locales, a place that holds the Guinness World Record for most people in an egg toss and the host of an annual drag show at the Red Onion Saloon. Now, that's the haunted old brothel. Yeah, I don't know why having a drag show makes it a quirkier locale. I would imagine Anchorage and Fairbanks yeah. and all have drag shows. Yes. I would think, yeah, if you were like Barrow, I'm like, okay, I'll give you that as a quirkier yeah. locale for a drag show. Yeah. Local police reports will frequently feature bear activities. Roughly a million ship passengers flood the town annually during Alaskan cruise season. It is pretty intense how it goes. I mean, when, last time I was there, there's two ships. And it was crazy how many people were there. Yeah, essentially Skagway, if you've never been there, it's the, you get off the cruise and it's just one strip of businesses. There's no stoplight. Yep. There's no, there are, there, there might not even be stop signs, I'm trying to think. I think there are stop signs. Okay. So like the main street has a. The... Yeah. So essentially you just walk down this main strip and then the town just sort of ends it's like yeah it's woods yeah <laughs> it's, it's like that m night Shyamalan movie where they're in the, the town oh, of the, the village woods. Yeah. <laughs> the next skagway news owner must know these facts but more importantly must be willing to get to know the city on an even deeper level personally said i think just living there a year you meet everyone and know their story yeah he's like i gave it a good six months i met everybody i'm out mm -hmm. screw this i took it to a deeper level <laughs> 
I want someone to get the opportunity to do good things with the paper and for the town, he wrote in an op-ed last month. If that means setting them up in business for free, so be it. Or it means I don't want to ruin my credit by filing bankruptcy. (laughs) In the piece, personally said the ideal person would be willing to move to the town. He cites another newspaper owner who lives in the coverage area who has worked in other small Alaskan towns like Ketchikan and Petersburg. The Skagway newspaper with a circulation between 900 and 1,200 should have the same setup personally said. So he wants like, I want you to live in the circulation area, but not in Skagway. Like how far reach does a Skagway news have? <laughs> like who's going, you know, who in Homer's like, oh, can I get my copy of the Skagway news? I wonder if they even have a distribution to it. They're like, okay, just come over to my house and pick it up if you want it. <laughs> yeah. I think that's pretty much how they do it. Can you imagine being a paper boy in Skagway? <laughs> Be a quick route, man. Yeah. Personally's offer comes when revenue at local newspapers in America have plummeted and entire publications have vanished. This is going to end up where he's like, $23, you take the newspaper, I give you 23 bucks, and I'm out. Yeah, right? I feel like he's uh, yeah, trying to do totally. a big tax hustle on yeah, this. Yeah, I agree, right? It's crazy that entire publications have vanished, yet the nickel pages still survive in every town. <laughs> the penny saver? Uh, the penny savers, <laughs> that's what it is. More than 65 million Americans live in counties where there's only one local newspaper or none at all, according to an analysis from the University of North Carolina. But your city's Facebook group is, is your local newspaper. Yeah, it's true. A November report from the Brookings Institute found that U.S. newspaper advertising revenue hit $71 billion in 2000 before plummeting about $30 billion a decade later. Last year, a total ad revenue was $14.3 billion, Brookings Institution said. Why the hell would you advertise in a newspaper? Exactly. Who? Oh, no. You're, you're just saying in general. Yeah. Oh, see, I was saying, why would you advertise in the Skagway News? <laughs> I mean, you could just open the door and be like, I cut hair. <laughs> That's uh, essentially everyone knows yeah. everybody else. Like, I imagine you know all the businesses in town. You know all 800 people that live there. Yeah, and there's only one barbershop. <laughs> so you're saying you don't think you should advertise in a newspaper at all. No. What are the odds that the one person who needs your product or service is wrapping up you know, a vase to move when they need your product or service? Gotcha. What about obituaries? Does that still exist? Yeah. In the newspaper? Yeah, man. Really? If when we take over the Skagway News obituaries front page, oh, we're moving it to the front page. It's no longer buried in the back. Yeah, no, no. They do say the sweetest sound to a person is their own name. So if I, oh, I thought you were going to say the sweetest sound to a person is death. <laughs> it's, it's the death of their enemies. <laughs> so you got to put that the, the obituaries below the fold. So it's like the big headline: today's death, and like you see a little bit of a picture, like an old timey picture. I'm thinking. We team up obituaries with advertising. This death brought to you by Geico. (laughs) In 15 minutes, you can save 15%. (laughs) All right, so what do you think about this? I mean, I like that the guy's giving someone an opportunity who might turn it around. Okay. But I also think they're just kind of keeping something on life support. Yeah, I feel like something there's something fishy about this guy, right? Like, why would he buy it in February and then give it away? I, yes, at the beginning of the next year, right? Yeah. Like that sounds a little fishy. So I did read in a separate article that what motivated the sale was the reporter slash editor slash office guy quit. Oh, gotcha. So there was no one to run it. Uh huh. 
And he couldn't make a friend. Yeah. <laughs> to help him out. You couldn't get like some journalism student to come up. I love and he's do it. like, the person who takes this over has to be deeply rooted in the community, <laughs> but I can't find someone to answer the goddamn phone around here. Because <laughs> they don't have phones. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think we should take it over. We do the obituaries on the front. It won't be bi-weekly. It will be a bisexual. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) And it'll be great. I think, you know, and then we can give it away for $3 and make a profit. Boom. Yeah. After we pay taxes on that sale, we'll be up $260. (laughs) All right. I like it. Yep. It's the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Hey, folks, this is kind of crazy, but we have an addendum to a story in this episode. I know. I know. <laughs> that shows the level of research we are committed to here at the Odd and Offbeat Podcast Studios. Some people stop their research after they do their story. No, we kept going afterwards. We did a little deeper dive and found out that the Skagway News has been purchased with new owners. Oh, man. And this is according to SkagwayNews.com. That's a news source more reliable than the Skagway News. <laughs> a news source more reliable than a news source that sells themselves for zero dollars. <laughs> <laughs> so the Skagway News will get new owners next month in March, folks. This is exciting. So we are sad to report that... We are no longer in the running, I guess. Yeah. We didn't even get a chance to get our email because we sent it today. I know. Maybe they'll change their minds. I like how they're like, didn't you read the Skagway News? <laughs> Two women from Chugiak will take over as co-owners and co-editors of the Skagway News in early March. Now, they the two women ran their own web magazine, Alaska Family Fun. Mm-hmm. What's like a web magazine? Isn't that just a website? Yes, pretty much. Okay. Melinda Munson, whose family goes back two generations in Alaska, and Gretchen Wemhoff, a 55-year-old resident of the state, plan to arrive in Skagway in time to cover the borough assembly meeting on March 5th. Oh, they, they, <laughs> they gotta, we got to get there for the big news of the year. <laughs> <laughs> the borough assembly meeting. Yes, yes. So I wish them I wish them a lot of luck. Absolutely. And, you know, this article goes on, gives their credentials, and both of them are very well accomplished writers and editors. One was a high school teacher, and they're both native to Alaska. So we wish them the best. And if they hear this and they want us to be, you know, contributors to the Skagway News from afar, we will happily do so. The article says, The new owners visited Skagway in December and have been busy looking for housing and making plans for their move. Everyone in Skagway has been so friendly and welcoming, Wenhoff said. But like most everyone who moves to town, finding housing is a challenge. Anyone with leads can contact Munson at Melinda and Paul at blank.com. Uh, it's like, you don't even have a corporate email for the Skagway <laughs> News. It's like, you and your husband's email. They're going to be there for the March 5th borough meeting and they don't even have a place to stay. <laughs> They're, they, they committed to buying this newspaper. Well, I guess you buy it for zero dollars. It doesn't work out. You're like, screw it. I'm out of here. I'm just going to burn the building yeah, down. right? It's all an insurance scam. Yeah, do you get the building? I would imagine. No, I, no, bet, I bet they, they rent the it's building. It's got to come with a printing press and stuff, right? Yeah. Or is this just a, maybe it's not even a newspaper. It's just a website. We don't even know. Maybe it's a website. That's oh, no, they, they mentioned their circulation. Okay, gotcha. So we wish them the best, and we're excited for when it goes up for sale in July. Yeah. <laughs> we will try again. <laughs> It'll be amazing. <laughs> We're going to be, it's our new business plan. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Mm-hmm. 
That's it for today, folks. Want to thank you so much for listening. You are awesome times 3,000. Where can the fine people see the Louis Fox comedy show extravaganza this week? <laughs> you can catch me on the 14th performing at the Moisture Festival in Seattle. Hells yeah. At 3 o'clock and then 8 o'clock I'll be performing at That's Impossible in Renton, Washington Ooh, on the same day. That sounds exciting. It's a doubleheader. Yeah. And where can they catch the Matt Baker comedy stunt show extravaganza? <laughs> uh, it's funny. Like once I did a show at a like a pot festival and it was called the Extravaganza. Uh, yeah. I am going to be on the Enchantment of the Seas from March 10th to the 16th. So if you want to come on out, Enchantment of the Seas, it leaves out of Galveston, Texas. If you got 1200 bucks plus airfare, burning a hole in your pocket. My parents are going to be on it with me, so come hang out with uh, some weirdos from Oregon. Yeah. Who are way too old to walk on a moving, shifting shift. <laughs> do, do they get like a walker? Yeah. it's the I, I bring in a cane for them. Yeah. I'm introducing the cane into their life. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> you should and slowly introduce it. You should get them like a rascal to ride around in. Yeah. I, oh, that would be fun because you can rent those on the cruise ship. But I'll be on that. Come on out. And hey, folks, we have big news. Speaking of the moisture festival where louis is performing at yeah we have been hired to run the moisture festival podcast so if you like this if you like how we interview because that is not us talking crap like we do on this <laughs> podcast we actually interview performers that are being featured at the festival yes and so if you want to tune in and hear stories of a variety of different performers check that out you can find that on moisture festival dot org dot org that's right and of course you can find us on the itunes stitcher spotify wherever you found this if you wouldn't mind linking to one of our stories maybe one of your favorites you post it up on the linkedin post it up on the linkedin <laughs> when you connect with louie <laughs> or linked out if you didn't like the podcast <laughs> But we would appreciate a like if you do like it. It does help quite quite a bit. And you can always send an email with your concerns to info at odd and offbeat.com. <laughs> be like, I'm concerned about Louie living as child with Matt. <laughs> but we do want we do want to thank you so much for listening. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. Stay weird. <laughs>